Okay, like I just let me put my t- phone on silence. Phone on silence, but what if somebody tries to contact you? Like your mother gets stuck on a spaceship and it's her only time to call a person before the ship gets out of the coverage zone of the world satellites. <laughs> How is she gonna contact you, Enes? <laughs> she better text me, then I'll see her message. <laughs> no, but it's an it's an emergency. She's like going all very fast. You should be contacting like FBI or something. Yeah. This is a film reference, by the way. You guys get it? I mean, my phone will be on silence. I will I will see her calling me. If it's something urgent, I will definitely stop this recording. Then it won't be a problem, I guess. But how do you know if it's an urgent? Like, she may be calling for not spaceship. Like, for example, for me, if something is urgent, I first text a person like, Hey, like, can you call me? Or I want to call you. It's something urgent and kind of let them know via text. And if they don't respond me fast, then I call them. Like, that's how I kind of do it. And then I have this kind of safe ground of like, well, I texted you, but didn't you didn't see it. So I had to call you because it was something urgent. And I told you on the text. Hmm. I will do the contrary. I will first call if it's something urgent. Then I will text that person again if they didn't pick up. Because if it's urgent, I won't have any time to text. That's what I'm thinking. Hmm. But it, like maybe it's just it will change according to type of emergency as well. Yeah, true. No, but uh, here's the problem with both of your approaches. Uh, Elif, I'm going to start with you because my mother does that. <laughs> um, my mother is sometimes like... I love my mother. She texts me saying something. And a few minutes later, she calls me saying, I texted you. Why didn't you respond? <laughs> no, I, I don't say that why you didn't respond. But I was like, because it was something urgent. I had to call you. Um, I'm not entirely sure about the purpose of the text here. Yeah, me neither. Well, I mean, for me, like, I mean, I guess this is something personal. But for me, my notifications are that so that like, when my phone is locked, the contents of the messages don't show on the screen. So whether you're texting, whether someone is texting me for an emergency or just texting me normally, I would not know the difference without checking it. So texting for emergency is basically useless for me. I mean, it changes according to the uh, emergency situation. If it's like, for example, a work-related something and you need an urgent answer for something. You first call someone, then you didn't get reply. So you just ask about the stuff. And whenever you are uh, available, just let me know that stuff you can ask. So whenever it's the most possible, whenever it's the most earliest, you can get a reply about that and get your answer, I guess. That's my uh, thought process by texting. Like for me, why I do first texting is give the other person to give me an answer via text so I don't have to call them. Like I want to avoid calling, so I first text them. And even if it's an urgent or emergency, whatever, I give the chance of like talking through this via texting so that I don't have to call them. So you prioritize uh, texting over calling, I guess. And Yeah. So it's logical in your way, I guess. I don't like talking on the phone. Like, I like talking on the phone, but like I prefer talking on the phone over text, but 
I don't like talking on the phone. I think the only time when I uh, call somebody instead of texting, when the text also would have worked is when I'm when we are meeting with a person in the real world and we are trying to locate each other. I think that's the <laughs> only acceptable usage of, of telephone between friends. <laughs> yes. You can just solve resolve an issue in one less than one minute, but while you're texting, it it gets longer and longer. Or even just planning an event, it it takes so short for me to just call and arrange something. Well, for me, it's more like uh, at this point of our lives, calling someone like has become so much uh, uncommon that. Just the notion of a call implies urgency for me. So that's why I would mm. pick calling someone over texting someone. You know, Binet, it is natural that you would think that because you and I are the older people here. Um, <laughs> back, back at our day, um, the general understanding was when you text somebody, it was more like email. Mm-hmm. When you text somebody, you wouldn't expect it to be immediately answered. Exactly. Yeah, uh, you would be okay with it being like answered in a half an hour, one hour maybe, because like back at our day, there wasn't these instant messaging apps. At least on the phone. Yeah. Especially on the phone. On the phone, there was this numeric keypad typing thing. <laughs> like immediately, you would know that person loves you because they are texting a long text. Like, yeah. <laughs> or they are very angry. Usually, the second actually when I think about it, it's it's probably the second one. I mean, if, if even even if they are angry, it must be very sustained anger because it takes time. Yeah, like you you, you would mm. break buttons by the time <laughs> you are able to yeah. send the message. Yeah, uh, but it doesn't feel urgent to us. Uh, the message the same way the call does because also at the same time, call is what parents did. And mm. message was what friends did. Mm. And obviously for a middle schooler, there is no emergency that e- emerges from your friends. Like mm. even if your friend does get caught up in a spaceship and they are going out of the orbit, uh, they would be calling their parents, not you, because you wouldn't be able to help them either. It's a spaceship mm. situation. I don't know how their parents are going to help, but... I, I, I don't know, but uh, haven't you got friends like... Uh, it's an emergency. We broke up with blah blah and such. No. Um, no. <laughs> no. Thinking about it, she would call instead of messaging. But, but she was a person that calls. You know what I do in those cases? Hmm. I send a really, really long voice recording that is podcast, basically, and <laughs> let the let the let the other person to listen to it in their free time. <laughs> Or, yeah, like, that's what I usually kind of try to do. And but the beauty is with WhatsApp and most of the other, um, like, instant messaging apps, you can actually fast forward the audio recording. <laughs> so um, when somebody sends me, like, a long audio recording, I tend to speed it up and I get my information really fast and I don't need to read anything, so it's perfect. Some people send me a voice um, voice recording i usually put it off until i i am connected to a headphone oh that's the case for me too especially if i'm outside yeah mm. it's it's so um unurgent for me 
I use raise to hear, raise to listen function, but it's not helping very well. I don't like to listen to anything without headphones. I think another thing with voice recording is that I think maybe my perspective is wrong, but I think if you're sending a voice recording, I think you are on some level obligated to provide also some text context. Like mm-hmm. if I am getting a voice recording message, especially a long one, and zero texts accompanying it, I am like, what is this? Should I click this? Like that that thinking about that gives me anxiety. Hmm. No, like for me, like voice recording is definitely least anxious because like it's um it's totally on my end and I can listen yeah. to it and I I and I can like listen to it as if it's a phone call, but I don't have to respond directly. You know what I mean? Like even if I don't have a headphones, like when you put it, when you put the phone on your ear, it turns into like a phone call um, speaker, like top speaker part. Yeah. So you can listen Raise to it listen. as if it's, yeah, yeah. You can listen to it as if it's a phone call, but you don't have the obligation of responding fast or being present at that moment. And, you know, like you, you can think about it, you can take your time. And sometimes I text it back. Like if people send me voice recording, I text them back rather than sending a voice record either. But it's, it's, it's fun. Like I, I always do the same. Yeah. Like whenever someone just send me a voice recording, I always send them a text message. Mm. But the problem is with the uh, voice recording, I guess, like as Benelli says, you can't really see the contents. Like I can see contents. You can't skim. Uh, yeah, I can't skim. Or, I mean, sometimes I decide what to, uh, when to reply by just reading them on from notifications or some place. Same, same. So much, so, so much same. Mm, my notifications are closed. If, I mean, huh, okay. But like, even you can hide it from your lock screen, but still you can enable it from your notifications or some other place. My whole notifications are off. Muted. Like all of them. Yeah. It's nice of you. (laughs) Then you don't need something to worry about at all. Exactly. Like (laughs) for me, that's why when you guys can't reach me, it's probably because I'm not looking at my phone. Like I, to be honest, like I like the idea of not being able to reach. But that's the whole idea of having a phone. Like I like being able to reach 100% all the time, it makes me so anxious and so nervous. And um, that's why like I turn off, oh, like all my notifications are turned off. Um, it kind of creates like a weird, um, how should I say, responsibility on my behalf. Because now I have to remember to look at the text and I have to remember my like agreements, what I decided before or like, you know, um, so I have to be more time managed in that way. But at the same time, like, I don't know, something beeping all the time is or like something popping on my screen while I'm trying to focus on something. Yeah. Like I'm not doing anything more important, but yeah, but. Mm. I, I I turned off my no, I turned off some notifications that come up from the top because they mm. are annoying. Yeah. But yeah. I yeah. I I still have them on my uh, what was it called notifications screen notification center. I yeah. keep them on notification center because when I get messages I just read them from there and probably reply mm. the next day. So 
Oh, <laughs> yeah. no. Well, I mean, that is interesting. You said like I like not being able to be reached, etc. Because it's not just not being able to reach, but even people reach you, even if you get no- notifications, shouldn't you have the liberty of like choosing what to respond to and when to respond to? Um, but like what happens is is already taking your attention, right? So there is already a break, and now it's the information is in my head and I'm already thinking about it. So it's already reached me, you know? I can understand Elif, I guess, because like I'm very responsive to messages, even though I don't, I say I don't care about that. I always open the message and reply back, like in, like instantly. I'm very available. Mm-hmm. I'm very available. Okay, here's the thing. Look, I understand when people are like, I mean, when I say I understand, I don't, I'm not saying I agree, but I understand where they are coming from. When people are like, there are so many notifications, they are overwhelming me. Oh my God, what am I going to do with this? Um, But here's the problem with this line of thinking. Um, Multiple times, this happened with Izal and this happened with Elephone, different time scales for me. Um, multiple times I recall I need the person urgently for a meeting or for a very meta comment for a podcast meeting and (laughs) the person cannot be reached and one hour later the person goes oh I fell asleep I'm sorry here's the thing if the phone was ringing you would have been up by then so I understand how people talking about how their cats are extra fluffy today shouldn't uh, be re- blasting your phone all the time. But I also think that sometimes you would like, uh, there should be a um, sort of trusted channel that you trust people to use when it is really urgent. And it's not necessarily texts or calling because both of those things can be exploited for fluffy cats. Uh, <laughs> but I also think that People should be able to reach you. I disagree. I disagree. Also, I'm going to say something else. It's about the voice uh, messages in particular. For a very long duration of my time, uh, for my life, like up to <laughs> up to meeting Elif, actually, <laughs> uh, the only time people send me voice messages was when they were drunk. And it is usually <laughs> like, when I get a voice message, it is like... This is this doesn't happen because I'm cool. This happens because my friends are particularly crazy. Um, there is some high-pitched voiced girl singing a, singing a song. That that's what voice messages has been for me for many years. Like they are drunk, they are laughing, and very high-pitched singing. So it doesn't really gra- give me that gravitas of somebody trying to t- tell me something important. It is more like somebody is too drunk to text. So they send voice messages. Um, well, I told this multiple times, like I'm dyslexic and writing and reading is a really big challenge for me, especially in a, like having those multiple channels actually creates more accessibility for many people, like in my case, and um, like in my case. And that that's why, like, of course, like for me too, like I received a lot of drunk voice recordings. I used it for flirting, you know, like sending the guy that I like a voice recording because I thought it's more intimate. But like at the same time, um, for me, listening is just so much easier than 
navigating from a 200 text conversation and understanding what's happening, you know? Um, so, yeah. No, okay. Maybe I expressed myself incorrectly. So let me fix that. I am not saying voice texts are necessarily a bad thing. What I'm saying is um, there's a different impression that a voice message creates on me because of my experience with the way I was introduced to them. Like Binali, getting a voice message makes me anxious too. Usually when I'm outside, I don't listen to it at all. I, When I'm at home with my headphones in front of a computer, I recall that there was a voice message and I listened like that's. It's me, for me, for example, it's the other way around. Like when I have tons of message piled up, it makes me so anxious. I I, I avoid it 100%, like, or I don't want to read it or I can't read it, you know, like, but when there's only, let's say, four audio recordings that I know that I can speed up to two, which will take maximum two minutes of my time and I can listen to it whatever in when like whenever I want to, it's, it's perfect for me. Um, but I just want to mention... Uh, if you haven't disabled your notifications, then don't, you won't have hundreds of mass text messages. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, like, then I will be just blasted with those texts all the time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it will become my side job, basically, where I have to... It will be almost like a job application that I have to be doing all the time, like, or or answering emails as if I'm in a work. I don't like that. Like that's why I like being not being able to reachable that easily in a way, because I like my alone time or my own time with the people that I'm spending in person or online. Um, yeah, depends. Okay, uh, so let me roll the question to the opposite direction and ask this: uh, Elif, you are saying you get anxious when people text you large mm-hmm. blobs, large blobs of text. Yes. And Binali, you say you get anxious when people send you long voice uh, messages without context. Any voice messages without context, because I don't know what I'm about to face. I have a similar anxiety. It is uh, like, as I said, voice messages make me anxious too, but I'm going to say something else. When, when I ask somebody a question, like, why is this the case? And they send me two hours long YouTube videos. <laughs> that makes me very anxious. Oh yeah, no, that's. A... But you are doing that. Yeah, you do that too. Especially like when they don't explain what I am to find in that two hours long video, like <laughs> because I feel like as a text, it's like it comes in the form of a text because it's a link. As a text, it wants to be responded. Like it's going like you should be answering me, but I'm two hours long. Like. Do you see the problem? Like it's, it, I want to answer it, but I don't know how to answer it because it's two hours long and I'm not listening to two hours of somebody talking about Isar's favorite technology topic. No offense, Isar. Uh, I mean, I mean, the obvious solution here is to reply with your two-hour YouTube video. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily call that a solution, uh, <laughs> but but my question is different. Um, so these things are. We have this anxiety-inducing type of communication uh, prompts from outsiders. 
Mm. Like, I don't know if Enes is anxious about anything. Enes is the coolest person I know. Yeah. Like, I just got a 10 minutes video link uh, from WhatsApp just before this podcast. And I'm just seeing if it's really 10 minutes long. And <laughs> yeah, it's literally 10 minutes long. And I wasn't able to watch it. And I replied, okay, I will just watch it later on. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice video, I hope. That's the way of I, the way I deal with this problem. Enes is very cool to get anxious about anything that happens on his phone. And I don't know, is that is that is there any type of uh, communication that makes you anxious? Hmm. Good question. Good question. As I mentioned before, I made my phone to be in a way that it doesn't make me anxious. Wow. I want to get back to you on that, but let me first ask my question for us anxious people who are not in us. Ooh, LinkedIn messages. I'm actually anxious, <laughs> by the way. Right? That's why I'm very responsive. Oh yeah, LinkedIn messages make me very anxious too. That's, yes, <laughs> like, totally. Mm. Um, because LinkedIn is in this weird place where it is almost like gravitas of workplace. But it's Facebook. Yeah, effort, efforts of Facebook, yes. What what kind of messages do you get on LinkedIn? Like, are, is it coming from friends, colleagues, or bots? We use LinkedIn to contact uh, people from uh, from the same uh, area of work as us. Business contacts. Yeah, we're trying to network and find people that will publish our game. By the way, we're gonna publish a game. Wanna play that? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, here's the thing. Here's my question. Do you think the people who are contacting you, who are your friends, like I'm not asking, but I, I will be asking about business contacts too later, but uh, do you think your friends are obligated to interact with you in a way that does not induce anxiety to you? Do you think that's part hmm. of the friendship contract that you are in with the people? Is this I mean, is, yeah, to Isaac, right? No, to, to the people who are anxious by certain forms of communication, like Binali. Uh, if I start sending you voicemails, voice messages, are you at any point gonna be like, why is Jan Dennis doing this to me? I thought he was my friend. Are you ever gonna go like this? Or do you think that's like some people are like that? Do you ever, like, what's your opinion on this? How much do you think I am obligated to respect your desires in the ways in which you would want to be contacted to? I think it is hard to have a like a blanket check on this. Like, I don't think it is. I don't. I don't think it is reasonable because people have communication styles. Like, uh, as much as I have communication styles, I feel anxious about. People also have their own communication style. Like, my communication style can be anxious to other people too. So I mm -hmm. think it is not for me. It's not reasonable to be like I can't interact with people with this communication style. Like, I can't cut it off. If it's on a point where like it is really affecting me and it's really affecting the quality of communication between me and my friend then i would communicate that like mm -hmm. you're doing this and this is not really manageable for me i guess i would not re react to it in any way like to cut the communication off or listen to communication but how will you communicate via text or a voice message no no <laughs> we are trapped in the vicious cycle <laughs> i think i uh, have an example on this like uh, Elif and I 
don't text each other unless evet. we are planning to planning a, a Discord call. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. our main way of communicating is a Discord call. True, true. Yeah, like for example, I. Okay, so first thing that I was kind of thinking when Binelli said, like you know, and when I receive a audio message, it's kind of anxious. It makes me anxious, and I get stressed because I don't know the content. But it's kind of the same with any kind of a phone call that you receive because you don't know the content. The person is just calling you, um, and. And while I was kind of saying like, you know, reading is hard, texting is pretty hard for me. I, I'm not really good at it and I can't keep up. So that's why I prefer calls. And and Discord is like the best way for me to be in touch with people in a way. And since my computer was broken and I've been moving around and didn't have a stable, I still don't, but like a stable place where I can reach out to people and talk to them again. I I genuinely feel like I'm missing out on things and missing people that I used to talk to a lot. And like, that's kind of the problem of struggling, I guess, with a certain way of communication and not being able to adapt to others ways of like communicating in my behalf because I'm not good at texting and reading. I generally cannot follow the WhatsApp conversations that's happening in our chat groups. And um, I just sometimes like text that like, you know, I miss you all. Like I'm here. I think about you, but I just cannot. <laughs> I can't like <laughs> I can't follow, <laughs> but I'm here and I'm missing you all. Like that's the only thing I am able to do. Like and um, yeah, like. Before it turns out to have therapy sessions, I I should say, I was thinking, oh, Elif is so cool to reply to our messages. <laughs> no, no, it's just I'm not able to literally. It's just not possible. Like, I, uh, like, I can't. I literally can't because I don't know where to start, when it ends. And there's so much happening at the same time. It's impossible to read it. It's not like a book, you know. Um, and everybody's saying a different thing. And there are different days that people thought, like, talked and I didn't, re- like, read it. And um, it becomes even more complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, I think recently I decided that I'm not gonna try to reply to people uh, instantly on this It's like a direct question to you, right? Yeah, I I I realized I have to say this about myself. I only speak to people via text in groups. I don't like to direct message anyone mm. unless uh, <laughs> it's a few people like NS. I text you, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but like our conversation is not like we are constantly messaging each other. Yeah, we are yeah. just yeah. sending a message one day and reply other one replies in the other day yeah. and the other one replies one week later <laughs> mostly you <laughs> and it goes yes. on yeah I, i was gonna say that um, it's like a bookmark thing for us like oh yeah. i saw something and just send you and it, it mm-hmm. I, i will bookmark that website for example or video mm-hmm. actually i need to add something here ns's messages to izal 
makes me anxious because <gülüyor> I remember multiple occasions where I'm like you should be answering this guy. Is that <gülüyor> like I see his messages on your phone and I'm like have you answered NS yet? <gülüyor> you, should, you, you should answer this boy while you are being very rude right now. <gülüyor> <gülüyor> okay. Like, Enes's messages not being answered makes me anxious. <gülüyor> Sorry. <gülüyor> but yeah, yeah, but uh, the way I cope with the amount of messages I get because uh, another thing about the people in this chat is that when Can Deniz and Binali starts talking in a uh, group chat, <gülüyor> they talk. Yeah. Like, yeah. um, I'm like, dude, you can it, do this it, in a private chat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that is impossible. Like, at those times, I have a hundred messages. They have multiple chats that they talk to each other at the same time. They do that. <laughs> they they speak about uh, other uh, content, Topic. other yeah. uh, topics in uh, at the same time. It's crazy. That, that that's impressive to me. That's their friendship. But never in direct messages. <laughs> never ever in direct messages. Yeah, like like the fact that you guys can follow different groups conversation and respond to each other, even that in a different topics, like that's so impressive. Because sometimes I literally text the wrong group because most of them are the same people. Like <laughs> <laughs> We have two WhatsApp groups with same people for different purposes. So yeah, <laughs> that's oh, what. What is the second? What that's ah the game game. That's it's a Telegram group, not WhatsApp group. That's why. Oh yeah, let's not even talk about different apps. You know, like okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, I spilled so many beans, so I'm gonna uh, come back to the thing I was gonna say. Uh, my way of responding to people is when I'm at my computer. I'm connected to uh, my headphones is connected to my computer. So I'm going to listen to your voice messages or uh, if there are 200 messages on one uh, chat, I'm going to make it a big screen so I can um, yeah. focus on it because it's real hard to do on phones. But on I, phones. I believe yeah. I, I believe Janine and Binali are also only speaking on the computer. so. It's the only way to read their messages. That's why it's like, it feels a little bit more like emailing or work, like, because you have to literally be on the computer. And, um, and to me, that changes the purpose of instant messaging on your phone, you know? I don't see them as instant messages anymore. So it's, mm. that's how, how I'm not. Uh, it's not anxiety inducing for me anymore. Mm. Go okay, on. let me quickly start by explaining this. Um, first of all, yes, I am also usually on my computer when I'm texting large amounts of text. I, I like writing. That has been the case for typing, better to say. <laughs> indeed, uh, when I'm typing long types, I'm usually at my computer. Um, but that's not necessarily the case. Sometimes I go like this one time I was in the gym and mm. <laughs> some people were wrong on the internet. So, and when I say internet, <laughs> I mean one of those groups, some people were wrong in the, on the internet. So I like paused my training and, and I started <laughs> replying 
And Isa came next to me and she said, "Yo, are you should be doing sports right now. Put down that phone." Mm. <laughs> and I I went, "No, but people are wrong on the internet. I need to respond this." And she's yeah. like, "No, you need to do sports. You you will respond to people later." Nice. Good good is that. No, that that's um, good healthy boundaries. Sometimes you shouldn't be responsible. You should be responsible for yourself. Yeah. No, I am never going to reply to any of you ever again after this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I should rephrase myself. Uh, you should you shouldn't be resp- responsive. You should be responsible. Mm. Uh, on the other topic, here's the thing. I am very uh, open to the idea of having multiple groups with the same uh, people. I agree. For different purposes, one for emergency uh, communication and one for casual conversation. Uh, but it, in my experience, whenever I tried doing this, in fact, I even tried doing this across uh, messaging applications. Like I said, this messaging application with these people is for serious matters and the other one isn't. Mm. Even when I do that, uh, I have noticed people do not respect that boundary as rigidly as I do. And yeah. often people are either talking in the other thing with the, like, you know, they they mix it up and the yeah. distinction becomes meaningless. Yeah, I, I do mix. I'm one of those people. I mix it up. Um, it's just so like I in my head. That boundary is hard like that's but I guess it's maybe an ADHD thing, which I have Um because I can't really keep those boundaries super clear. And I tend to tell maybe like super casual things in a not casual environment in person too. Um, <laughs> like just to give an example, it's totally unrelated. But a new guy came into our office and the company put two helium balloons, right? Small, small, two helium balloons on his desk as like a... Hey, welcome. And the day passes and during the week, like they lose the air and slowly they are just dangling on like at the bottom of the desk. Oh no, and, I see where this is going. <laughs> and I was like, people were kind of commenting and oh, poor balloons. They look so sad. But to me, it was just like hilarious. And I go like without thinking. To my boss and my colleagues, like, can I tell an inappropriate joke? And they go like, well, now you have to. I'm like, okay, <laughs> but don't judge me. <laughs> and I go like, they look like old men's testicles. <laughs> they look like old okay. balls <laughs> sacking underneath the desk. And um, I, like, yeah, so... um. What I'm trying to say is when you struggle with basic communication skills, it's really hard to do that online <laughs> as well. Like, you know, like in digital space, it's it becomes really hard still. Like, it's not easy. <laughs> At least not for me. I am quite opposite to you in this regard because I am very uh, solid with those boundaries. I can very easily disconnect groups between like even with the same people groups i can go this group is for that type of communication and the other is for that type of communication this happens very easily to me in mm-hmm. fact i can do this with people too 
Like this person is a business person. You can do that with time too. Yes, I, I do that. I can. Uh, between between those are you're only my colleague, and between those are you are my best. Yeah. Yes, friends. People are uh, like other people who are not like that can find me very unpolite when I'm in the <laughs> other department. Mm. But I found, I learned it the hard way that you should be doing this when you are doing activities with your friends and like when you are game mastering, you need to be fair. Like yeah. on the table, you have a friend for many years, you have your girlfriend and you have a person <laughs> who just started playing this game. And you need to be fair to all these people because they notice and they get yeah. they resent you for mm-hmm. not being fair when you are like not doing that. Um, like I'm not saying that's why this happened, but uh, this happened no. and it became relevant in those situations. Um, I I can very easily compartmentalize things in my head, so yeah. I can easily do that. But mm-hmm. it would be like, preferable. Mm-hmm for many no. of the situations that we are describing as problems. Exactly. No, no, no. I 100% agree. Um, when I was getting my dyslexia test, um, one of the things that they first noticed was that like I literally cannot categorize things. The way I categorize them is different for like a, other people's brains. Like, And um, yeah, it was it was pretty interesting to see Oh, that's why I I think that I'm friends with my boss. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like um, I yeah, it's it's hard. <laughs> like I said, I'm on the complete opposite people. My workplace people often were your workplace wondering why I wasn't friendly with them. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah that's my point. <laughs> People's brains work differently. We should accept that and uh, as as in the context of technology that we should make the things work for us not make them work for us yeah oh i love Ooh, it that was a good <laughs> nice, <sentence>. nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um i i think you uh, make you uh, turning off all the notifications is working for you and yeah. jandin is using different um Uh, chat groups, groups yeah. to uh, differentiate topics is the same but mm. it makes it hard for you two to mm-hmm. uh, communicate but you're like so opposite on communication but communication is a two-sided thing like you said discord is very comfortable for me it isn't for me and the main reason mm-hmm. is when i open a discord conversation my mind acts like i am sitting in a table with those people Yeah, like yeah. when I'm in a table with people, by the way, this is gonna also make it look like I'm very old. When I'm sitting mm-hmm. on a table with people, it annoys me when they are checking their phones all the time. Like even mm. slightly checking yeah. their phones, difficult no, for no. me because yeah. I I consider it very rude. And same with Discord. When I'm in Discord, I usually either focus my whole attention to Discord. And nobody else does, and that becomes a problem for me. Yeah. Or I focus on another thing, and I turn Discord off in my brain. And at that point, I'm like, I could have been listening to some other thing, like a video or something, because I'm not communicating with these people. Uh, I, either usually doesn't work for me. So. Um, but I like like. Yeah. I oh yeah, 
communication is a two-sided thing. So I think it's up to a point okay to expect some uh, kind of middle ground from the opposition. Like back at the yeah, original yeah. question and back at the original binary, uh, which I allegedly talk a lot with. Um <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't say you talk a lot. You talk in you speak in large quantities. I don't speak in large quantities. You don't speak in regular quantities. So mine looks bigger. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I agree. Uh, but that's not my point. Yeah, because like in the high school classroom, this was similar. Uh, everybody was talking, but we were always getting the blame. Anyway, uh, <laughs> cute. My point is, I, I disagree with Binet because I think there is a certain amount of reasonable expectation you can have to a people for that person to respect your uh, communication preferences. Um, like communication apps is one of those things. Like I talked to my friends on Telegram and some people found that transition very easy, some people less easy. And this was a point of contention in our friend group for a while. Or like I hate being cold. It's like one of my worst things. Uh, and my parents eventually learned that if they want to reach to me and not fight immediately afterwards, they should probably be texting. Um, which I, again, I love my parents. I Everybody should text everybody uh, who is my family. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Elif is not my family, so she's fine. Um, but like I said, when you are talking with a person, I think you should be to a degree aware of their preferences and the person has some right to expect that from you like it, and something similar happens um like i know Isal, this happens for Isal. when she texts someone or calls someone who is in a different country she has a clock in her phone home screen mm. of what the hour is for those people and she tries to reach to them in reasonable hours using that clock i Not like to reach to them in reasonable hours, but <laughs> I, it's it's useful. Um, You're like even if this is an unreasonable hour, at least I am aware of it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm not expecting an immediate response. So, Enes, do you have any friends that want to communicate with you in any way? <laughs> We have friends. I have this. friends. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us, Enes, do you have friends? <laughs> no, but they may be real life friends. Like maybe they don't like <laughs> using phone at all. Mm. <laughs> like maybe they shout at each other from their balconies yeah. and they are neighbors. Oh no, I don't have that kind of a friend. I guess all the people are like everyone just texts me or calls me. I mean, I didn't get the question then. I mean, I'm asking you, um, like. What is a friend communication over phone mean to you? What does that mean for you? Hmm. And uh, like you, you solve the discussion, do something similar to the discussion that you had. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like calling someone uh, is like a like a one hour call for me. Like, mm, I mean, uh, to catch up with someone. Like I used to uh, have a, a phone call with Elif. Yeah. Uh, like. Like once a month or something. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And we yeah, just yeah. talk like an hour, and sometimes that's our, more. Yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes more to catch up. Uh, that's how I use phone calls. Or, but Same. I generally don't talk with friends on phone. I guess 
unless they're like I talk with my family on phone to catch up weekly sometimes like I but nowadays we are just using video calls mm-hmm. like rather than you calling on phone we I used to mm-hmm. have a phone call with friends but now we are having video conf- calls with my family or with my friends not phone calls phone calls is just business calls for me right now i just <laughs> i just call one people on on work okay video calls is a whole other thing and i'm gonna very quickly <laughs> state my point and run away um <laughs> you remember me saying when i enter discord i feel like i am sitting on a table with those people and i start expecting the things i would expect in a table uh yeah. something similar happens with video calls in the sense that when i get a, a video call Whatever I'm doing, I grind it to a halt, like even with a regular phone, but phone conversation, but much more so with video. I grind whatever I'm doing to a halt and I like start focusing on that person. And as a person who usually wants to know they are going to meet a person in a week's advance in order to mentally prepare for the meeting, uh, being video called out of the blue is like if you want to... Uh, provoke me in, if you want to make me angry very fast that's the way to go you should uh, video call me without uh, telling context or warning me earlier um, if you want to uh, if you want me to end being your friend that's 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 one way you can achieve it by doing this multiple times um, so like like I said I usually want to it, it's like a meeting with a person for me I feel yes, like I am definitely. like I should be preparing, like getting dressed, put on deodorants, getting washed if necessary. You, should, you don't need to get uh, put on deodorants, but it's okay. Yeah, but do it for yourself. <laughs> no, but that's what my mind acts like. It's the opposite uh, type. It's the opposite thing with the having boundaries. Because when you categorize a video call, it it is categorized in the slot where you need to prepare for things, <laughs> and you, you can. Like you can't just be teleported to a cafe and start drinking coffee with your friends. I wish though. <laughs> There's a mental preparation for me. <laughs> and when video calls completely breaks that for me. So like Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. That's why I text people before I call them. Like that's why I text them to give them like a hey, like I'm planning to call you. Are you are you free? Like when would be best? Like can I call call you in 15 minutes? Like It's literally the same thing that I'm thinking when I text first before calling. But you can just directly call someone to video call someone. It's like my family does that. Just out of context, they video call me. But assuming <laughs> I'm at home and just resting. But other than that, I don't accept video calls. <laughs> uh, without, uh, that's a, that's a warning to our listeners. <laughs> and it does not accept video calls. But video calls are just, I think they uh, come out of the sound chats for me. Like we're on Discord, we're already speaking. I'm, I feel ready to see you. Mm. <laughs> okay, in Discord, things get a little bit of a switcheroo. Um, when in Discord, I have a, a slightly more incentive to initiate a video chat because I can better look at pe- whether people are looking at their phones or not in the table when there's a <laughs> oh, God. video on Discord. You have ulterior motives. No, uh, no, but hear me out. 
I am listening to you right now. I don't know what you are doing, so I cannot adjust myself accordingly. I don't know if this is a yeah. No, no, I completely get you. I mean, I obviously we are like t- talking right now, but if this was a social Discord, um, I would. I don't know if it is like people are doing their own stuff and hearing each other in the background, or it's a full-fledged focus. Meeting. No, no, I 100% uh, empathize with you on that. And that is why whenever like, whenever I am watching a movie with someone, I, I catch myself doing this. Whenever I'm w- watching something on Discord with someone, mm, like mm. whenever it's a, like a muted call, I realize I am over commenting on things or just to, just to engage with people. I love it though. I love comments on videos. Again? You are commenting the right amount. Other people are commenting little. <laughs> Because I, when I watch movies with you, we have a similar ratio of comments. Yeah, but like I think that's what that's why I also say like I get what you mean because like on a call I have no idea what anyone else is doing and like yeah. I feel the need to constantly engage with people to actually feel like I am spending time with people. Hmm. Yeah, because. If if everybody's doing their own thing and occasionally talking on Discord, it's like, uh, you know how there's when you are in a table with friends and sometimes there is silence and somebody needs to break that silence because they yeah. are the cool guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like they they are the person who invited people and are feeling responsible in their entertainment. Yeah. I'm that guy. So I whenever <laughs> I feel as I on, on a table whenever there's a silence, I feel like I need to do something to break the silence and. In Discord, this creates an extra pressure for me when people are in a low key situation. So whenever video is open, I know what people, I know how to approach oh. at people on Discord. Open video makes me so stressed, man. Like I hate <laughs> seeing myself, and um, see, like just the fact that I'm there, it makes me really anxious. I mean, you can close yourself. Uh, you can not see yourself. There's an, I think there's an option for that. And um. Like not all apps have it, but I tend to be uh, how should I say? Like just I don't know. I like enjoy. I I enjoy those silence moments. Like with Isa, for example, when we are on Discord, and even with my some of my old boyfriends or like partners, like we would open up a video call or like an actual call, but do our own thing. Just to feel like we are kind of together, together, and we don't have to talk, like you know. But sometimes there will be a funny thing comes up, and we will talk, and then there will be silence, and everybody would go back to their own things. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's not exactly the same as like meeting up with a friend in a coffee place scenario, but um, I do enjoy silence, and I enjoy people doing their own thing, but still being on Discord and occasionally talking to each other i don't know that really gives me pleasure the idea of like sharing time together but it was like a study date like mm-hmm. we used to a pandemic it started but we started dating on discord with people mm-hmm. like we were doing our stuff but if we are talking about communication it should be something different i guess Like yeah. if we are having a conversation, we shouldn't doing our other stuff. But uh, if we meet uh, for a study date, we shouldn't need to be constantly speaking to each other. We just 
talk whenever we have something funny and something interesting. I think it should be okay, but it's not a conversation, I guess. But uh, we also we, we also do that by using different voice channels on Discord. Like we have a, we have one where we uh, only sit in silence while studying, I guess mostly mm. and we have one that's um where we watch stuff together so people yeah, are yeah. only focused on that and we have one that uh people just drop by like when you mm. meet people mm-hmm. at school like no yeah 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 i mean yeah that, that, that's returning to the way this uh started uh there are there's an understanding that on different social circles on different social environments Uh, you are expected to behave differently. Like you, mm-hmm. like you said, when you are much watching a movie, you behave different. Or when you are studying in a study date, I imagine I don't like mm-hmm. study dates. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you are expected <laughs> to act in a certain way. No, but I'm anyway. Um, my point is, when there is a high engagement type of social interaction like Discord, there's a there's a silent agreement between parties on how to behave on that particular channel. Text is sure. slightly different, and one-to-one text is especially different because the chat with that person is highly contained in that uh, messenger screen. Like when you are talking one-on-one with a person, everything that you are gonna ever say to that person one-on-one is gonna be in that particular place. So you can't really uh, form a contract. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Have I explained it? No, fully? no, it it does, it does. Um, yeah, it does. Um, like when I, if I'm inviting you to something, or if I'm asking how's your how your fluffy cat is doing, that's all going to happen in the same place. That's what I mean, and that can create the lack of agreement that we were earlier talking about. I was earlier mm-hmm, talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. On that note, I think uh, I mean that's what I. S- say when i say there's a certain amount of agree- understanding that you would respect to other person's preferences mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's more so in the one-on-one chat mm. uh, i think when you are personally contacting with a person there's a there, there's more reason to expect them to respect the way you would want to be communicated because you are directly going at them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. something Comparable happens with business people, like workplace people. <laughs> uh, when I get a text outside work hours from a work person, so- something very funny happens. I my brain thinks that that particular chat has frozen, is warped in time, <laughs> and that particular chat screen is still in work hours in the workplace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though it is 11 p.m. Ooh, severance. Hmm? Oh yes. Like that part- particular page is severed from my head and is a different. Mm, mm. <laughs> it's in a different social context. Like I am maybe like cooking or having fun with my friends, but some place in my pocket is still at work, and I need to like um, respond to them in a work way. And that's why I hate taking work texts out of workplace. Like when yeah. I get out of the office, I want to leave the office there <laughs> and. This doesn't happen because on the place that I used to work, there was a WhatsApp group uh, of the mm. workplace, and people used to talk in that group outside work hours, and that was crazy to me. Like, mm. were they yeah, talking I... about work though? 
Sometimes, not mm. not necessarily always, uh, but there's also something that would happen in a work chat that happened in my work chat too. Some people are working overtime, and for them it is really the work hours, so they are group chatting. No. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying what they are doing is wrong. Like that's what happens in a work chat. I'm saying work chat idea is wrong in general. I think people should. Yes, yes. I think people should be less conservative about uh, groups with people. I think having group chats shouldn't be like we established this group chat that's going to live on forever. And we are forever <laughs> bound with these people. This shouldn't yeah. be how group chats are used. I think group chats should emerge and disappear quickly. Like they should come up, do the thing and disappear. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think there's um, something new in the new iOS 16 that's uh that lines up with this because they uh brought up the idea they first uh in the in the previous updates they brought up the focus modes where uh, you would only see you can set your phone as only to see sev- such apps and such but uh this time they brought up the idea of that um when you are in a specific focus mode that uh, say that you're in a you're in the work focus mode when you open the calendar you're only gonna see your work calendar and uh, they made this in a way that uh, this can work in many apps not just in calendar and places that you only do stuff on uh, on your own that uh, this can also work in uh, apps like slack or other communication services. So will it work with mail? Yeah, it's, it's, it works with mail. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to reference you back. I am listening to you yeah. and all I am thinking is this is an elaborate commercial for the series Severance. <laughs> like they are trying yeah. to advertise Severance using this feature. <laughs> yeah, I, I, th- I think um, I think the show came out when they were planning out the new uh, features <laughs> for the upcoming release. So, <laughs> you know, um, for our dear audience, uh, something happened in my life. I bought an iPhone between the first few episodes and this one. I am an iPhone having person now. And uh, because oh. of this, I now, I now will be informed about the Apple uh, events. <laughs> Another one by the dust. Like when Apple introduces a new feature, I will know about it because Isabel will talk to no end about those features and she's going to install them to my phone without me noticing. Yeah. And suddenly... Oh, no. But no, don't, that's that's not fair. I tell you that I'm going to do that. You don't understand. <laughs> yes, exactly. It, that's even better than the way I would have described it. That, that describes me perfectly. Uh... She... Maybe you should text him before installing them. <laughs> yeah, so, so, um, so anyway, uh, whenever Apple releases new features, I'm going to always be like, hmm, is, is there maybe a series in Apple TV that is somehow related to this feature? Oh, no. <laughs> like, they are going to introduce some holiday mode and I'm going to be like, ah, is Apple uh, introducing a new series about holiday on Apple TV as an elaborate commercial <laughs> for this feature? Oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. Uh, they announced that uh, new iPhones gonna have uh, crash detection and they have a show that uh, two people 
become sisters after their parents die in uh, a car crash. Two different car crashes. You know, I think we broke the code. We know how Apple <laughs> we know how Apple markets its products now. 